Go home. Nobody loves you. That's the name of our podcast. Welcome. I'm Lena. And I'm Mark. What's going on? Um, well, I mean, not much. But we're recording. Oh, yeah. Aside from this episode, which I'm really excited about. It's called Uppercase Living. It's <laughs> the show all about family-friendly inspirational murals that you can put in common areas of your home, like Live, Laugh, Love. It's so that you can show off your sassy sense of style and get your family <laughs> going in the morning. Don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Food, friends, fun, wine. Fuck that. This is all about the Rust Belt and all the fucked up weird things that go on in the Rust Belt. I can't believe We break got- apart families. <laughs> we ruin lives. We terrorize people. We frighten people. We turn children against their parents. Yeah. We turn parents against their children. Exactly. Wait till you hear my story about parents eating their children. Oh, God. Um. So... It happened in Lackawanna, <laughs> so it's like Tuesday. It's every day. <laughs> so um, just to like do some quick boring shit, um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Buy Go Home Podcast. You can email us at buygohomenoonelovesyou at gmail.com if you want to send in any recommendations of topics for us to discuss on the podcast. Um, and then we're available on iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and then maybe a few more, hopefully, coming I soon. Know what those are. Well, that's okay, because we just put them out. It doesn't mean we have to listen to them. Oh, wait, you're forgetting the most important one. <sighs> Don't we have a thing where people can give us money if they want to? Not yet. If people want to, I think we're on Patreon. And if people want, they can maybe request something and say they're like, can you please talk about the 22 caliber killer? And maybe we will if you give us money. Otherwise, no one wants to talk about that stupid busted ass shit or Timothy McVeigh because fuck him too. But if you give me money, I might dabble, bitch. (laughs) Thank you. How much money? However much they want to give. Because I know exactly. I need to at least fill up my gas tank. I know exactly what you will do for $5. And it's pretty much anything. (laughs) $5 is $5. $5. $5 gets you a between me no-no down there. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. So, yeah. Now that that got out, like, all the bullshit and stuff, um... I just want to talk real fast about a thing that your family went through this week. Your little Peggy went under the knife. <gasps> yeah. How is she doing? How She's sweet. Fine. Detec- well, Detective Olivia Benson is her name. She's the little baby pig. She's sweet and adorable. I was going to name her after my favorite television character, which is Detective Elliot Stabler. Mm-hmm. But my dead grandma's name is Ellie. And I would have called her Ellie. For sure. Of course. And that would have been weird. Mm-hmm. So Detective Olivia Munson is sitting behind you right now. Um, She's sniffing my finger. The only thing I really like about her is that I named her. I She's I don't know. cute as fuck. I wanted to keep whatever the vet scooped out so I could cook it. And she didn't let me. I gotta go. Um, well, I'm glad. Good. I'm glad she's okay. She looks beautiful. She looks stunning. Brown Turning house stunning. looks stunting pretty. She's the pig from Albion City. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad she's okay. I'm glad you two are okay. Yeah, I mean, 
shout out to veterinarian Katie Ball. Katie Ball, thanks, girl. In Arc Right. Seriously, like she is such a fantastic veterinarian. I even left her like a Yelp review, and this is not like a paid for promotion or anything. <laughs> like, we would have paid probably like a grand because they would have had a schedule of follow-up and they would have had us come out and, and all that all stuff. This. Tests, yeah. Katie? Mm-hmm. No. We brought Olivia in at eight o'clock. Katie cut her open, grabbed her ice cream scooper, <laughs> scooped out all those lady parts, stitched her back up, sent us a text. She's like, guess who's awake? It's Detective Olivia Benson. <laughs> I, uh, she's fantastic. Well, good. I'm glad. And very thorough. I know I didn't make it sound like she was. She is. I mean, she, Olivia looks great. Yeah. She's super social today. But for her. She's hanging out. She looks cute as fuck. Well, I gave her a couple Xanax. She's probably the cutest part of this episode, so I figured we might as well start with something Aside nice. Aside from me. <laughs> I figured we might as well start with something really nice because we're about to take this to a very deep, penetratingly dark, dismal place. Okay, I want to tell you, though, first, like, I wanted to do this episode about scandals in the Catholic Church because I was coming up with so many great puns mm-hmm. especially around easter time can like, you run them by me sure do you um, mind i'm putting you on the spot do you mind no it's okay. fine possible episode title mm-hmm. ready ready Born getting ready. ready for the holy res erection <laughs> catholic <laughs> what it's so good <laughs> amen shouldn't be with little boys <laughs> right right <laughs> Right? I've got such a big cross to bear. I'll show you after math. <laughs> but like that's that's a that's a podcast in itself. That's like done. at least three podcasts, especially because No. No, I'm gonna you say You know something. where we live. I'm gonna say something. And I don't know if you guys know this. You're gonna say something? I'm gonna say and I don't know if you I don't know if you were ever like privy to this information about me but in you're a male priest no in the third grade and the fourth grade i was an altar server that's not allowed i yes i was a female I, oh you're not listen, roman catholic we i was raised catholic you're italian i went to that's right. i went i went to a school i almost said his name it's in depew new york and I was an altar server, and the one day, my older brother and I, we were altar serving, and it was the final song, so we were at our little chairs at the front, and I want you to picture me, a foot shorter, so four feet oh, tall, with bangs. I can picture bangs, it, because you posted that picture. With bangs, with bangs and a little ponytail, and I had on my little white robe, and they were playing the song, and my older brother and I had just seen A Night at the Roxbury for the first time, and there we were, at the front of the church, whatever the fuck it's called, doing the head bob that they do in A Night at the Roxbury to the church song that they were playing to end mass. You stop. Ask Mary Beth, ask Minko, it is a real story. That is legit what happened. Yeah, just the, Oh my what God. is love? Baby, Baby, don't, don't hurt me. That's what me and my brother were doing oh, at church. And you were doing it to like, hallelujah. Jesus loves the little children. ignorant. Well, that's why. But yeah, that's, that's too much to get into. Because we I, live in Western New York. And, and I don't and, believe in God, so I'll go all day on their asses. Well. Just like they. Never mind. 
<laughs> just like they, they went in on yeah gotcha i'm not joking about little kids being raped i'm not even going to use the nice word and say molested because that's too pretty and too nice little kids were raped by priests and the church covered it up everybody did up until the fucking pope himself and you know what i seen the pope when i went to the vatican city i know you got me a cross and it was blessed by him himself. And I don't even believe in him. I stood in front of that fucking Vatican bullshit and I gave him middle fingers up. I'm going to post <gasps> that later on the Instagram. Yes, I did. I'm going to post it on the Instagram. So are you saying you don't want to put the philia back in pedophilia? <gasps> <gasps> that was another one. That was a good one, too. So what? what is our... what? Did you come up with for today's episode? Well, for this week, um, it's sort of broad, but we're actually putting the philia back in necrophilia <laughs> and the romance back in necromancy. <laughs> um, we're talking about dead stuff. Dead stuff. Um, my but sexy dead stuff. <laughs> my story is a very sexy story about an abortion doctor <laughs> in a haunted cemetery. Abortions are sexy as fuck because. You have to have sex to get an abortion, unless you're married. And can you imagine? Okay, Lena, what? you're not helping <laughs> shit. That's not what you do. Uh, he came up to me, so I pet him, and then I stopped, and he shoved his Stop head under my hand, and it was my adorable. Dog. I love him. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> do you want to talk about your episode so that, you know, we don't get distracted by his ghost eye? <laughs> your dog does have a ghost eye. Um, okay, so we're talking about necrophilia, necromancy, whatever. Do you want to go? You want to talk? You want to? Yeah, since you I You want to diddle your skittle to this bee? Uh, I've never diddled a skittle. I have fiddled a skittle with my diddle. <laughs> but. You ain't ever flicked no bean? No, because like. It was always like, oh, yeah, no, I'll turn you. And I was like, okay, I'll just lay here. So no work on my part. But I'm going to talk about uh, the very picturesque and lovely romantic area known as East Aurora, New York. I, can I say something? That I do like, I like East Aurora. It's cute there. We, it's a great school district. <laughs> If I ever shit out kids, I would maybe move there. <laughs> That's where we got poop poop pee pee. <gasps> poop pee pee. Yeah, they have a bunch of great stuff, and it looks like they're just filming a Christmas movie there all the time. Because they did. They just did. But it mm -hmm. looks, I mean, it looks like a Christmas That was place. a Hallmark movie, right? I don't know. Lifetime? Hallmark. One of the two. I don't know. One of those. Yeah. It, no, it was the one, it was the channel where... Like, there's always, like, a scrappy single mother of one that... That's the Hallmark Channel. ...is getting away from her abusive ex. I think that's the Hallmark Channel. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was a Hallmark movie that they filmed there. Okay. Well, but East Aurora's cute. Yeah, and we went there, um, because it's, it's adorable. There's this place called Viddler's. It's got, like, every <gasps> Old fucking thing timey in the whole candy. entire world. Yeah, like nickel and dime stuff. And wax, a, wax candies, those little wax bottle candies, yeah, lavender candies, Kathy's candies. Oh my god! Which I, I'm gonna put one in my mouth because our <laughs> production manager or producer slash assembly line person is in the bathroom, and he told me, <gasps> "Oh shit, shit!" Listen, 
Um, so there was also a cupcake place there, which was great. Oh, it closed though, but yeah. it was so delicious. So Mark and I, we would go like to on East dates. Road. We would go. It would be like a whole thing. It would be this whole thing with Jean. We would go. <laughs> we would. She got a cough. <laughs> cough. She got it from Jean. 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 Now no, it's this from... whole thing with Jean. It's a Saturday Night Live reference. So, um, oh. um, we go on dates there. So we go on dates to East Aurora, and we would go to Viddler's, and we would get candies and look at all the weird shit that they have there. And then we'd spend like $80 on dinner, which is a lot of but money But it was so us. good, though. Yeah. But that food was, like, I think we had one bad experience there. But those pastas, the raviolis and well, shit. Well, you would get that. So I'd be like, I want the king sauce parm rib. Yeah. Because I'm a straight man today. It was so good. And then we would go get cupcakes. It was amazing. But one day... I convinced Lena to go out to this beautiful, picturesque area that I told her about. And it was called Gutelberg Road. Oh, yeah. Say it with me. Gutelberg Road. And it looks so pretty when you go out onto it. I didn't mention the fact that there's a haunted cemetery there and that there's this big story about all the dead babies and all the ladies that died from abortions there. And I told her about it when we got there. So you could imagine my reaction. Which was, oh, that's really cool. Sheer panic. (laughs) And then I said, look at that sinkhole. And then the world ended. <laughs> like she just screamed, ran off into the pond with their aborted fetuses. Are <laughs> okay. So Gutenberg Cemetery is outside of East Aurora, and it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's in this picturesque field off this dirt road, and you can't like it's very, very, very supervised now. Um, so like it is. Yeah, after dusk, you cannot oh. be there. Uh, excuse me for one second. <laughs> Um, but in the daytime, it's this beautiful dirt road and you go down and there's this historic looking cemetery with all these like old, like, I don't know, Salem witch trial looking headstones, all half crooked mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like really sparse. It's not a typical cemetery. No, like it's in the middle of a field. Yeah. There's like maybe a couple hills. dozen, few dozen. Well, there's a lot more. It's just assholes knocked over the headstones. Oh. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, I know it's sad. But I never actually told you, like, all about this cemetery. Um, so I figured I would I would give you the, the backstory now. Yes, tell me. Okay, so there's a few things going on with it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most interesting stories about it is uh, the Hellhounds. Oh. Yeah. Um... So, British folklore claims that when dogs that are black in color are seen, it could mean death, or the animal could be acting as a type of servant to the devil himself. Which, I know that doesn't scare you, because you serve the devil himself. I do. But, uh, a lot of people in the area witness black dogs in and around the cemetery, which doesn't make a lot of sense, because you've seen the area. Right. Like, if you don't know whose dog it is, it's... It's out of place. Right. Because it, it's everyone knows everyone there. Um, But 
In some instances, the dog will be alone. In others, they'll be traveling in large groups. And I said the eyes of the dogs glow in a red and even a green color. No, a pack of dogs with glowing eyes of any color? They're typically seen at dusk and night hours by those who claim that they gather around the cemetery. Those that claim that they have heard the howl of the dogs claim that the sound is terrifying and evil. I wish we had a soundbite to play of what they say it sounds like. <laughs> oh my god, that was so loud. <laughs> that was the soundbite. Ask and you shall receive. Oh my god. But um, in addition to the evil-looking black dogs that are said to linger in and around the Gutenberg Cemetery, there's stories about a curse on the graveyard. Sorry that I left this part out, but it's also why I made a stop at, like, three convenience stores on the way back. <gasps> to leave the spirits behind. <laughs> it's... You had me running up. Go on. It's said that if anything is removed from the area or vandalized, or even if you visit the cemetery, you're going to suffer from extreme levels of misfortune and followed by the spirits there. That's why my life sucks. Thanks. Sorry. Um, Ten years later. (laughs) In in some instances, it said the person will suffer uh, physical harm or even death and it's been said that if you don't like if you take something from the cemetery if you don't bring it back within 24 hours you're just dead did like, i take something no you were no girl um but it should be known that the cemetery is very very watched over these days and if you take something like part of a headstone or something uh-huh. you go to jail well yeah that's not your property no, I'm just, I'm saying it so that people don't do it. Because then they're going to blame us and then people are going to come after us. Exactly. I'm not liable for nothing but any of you do. the story. Allegedly. I said it. That I did tell you. Allegedly. Um, the story that I did tell you is one of the most popular ghost stories around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that there was a doctor that resided right next to the graveyard. And it said that this doctor specialized in performing abortions that were illegal and unsafe. At God the time, bless they him. were illegal. God bless him. Right? Someone had to do it, you Amen. know? And you, at least they're not going behind whatever building trying to get it done. I'm not. I well, sometimes, it's like the I sometimes think about. Right. Sometimes I think about going back to school just to become an OBGYN so I can perform abortions. Oh, I thought you were going to say going behind a building because you're too embarrassed to go into Planned Parenthood again. I've never been to Planned Parenthood, and I will absolutely go if I ever get pregnant because... But you would have by now. Um, But it said that when he disposed of the unborn babies and the women passed away while under his care, Mm -hmm. he used this particular cemetery to bury them. And it's believed that this occurred in the late 1800s and early 1900s. It's also said that the bodies were disposed of through the means of the pond located near the graveyard. Which, that pretty pond, and I was like, oh, let's go buy it. But if I'm being honest, I'm not really all that upset that he made them a graveyard or just threw them into the pond because there's like completely terrifying stories of people who just kept aborted fetuses like in jars and in drawers in the offices. Like, what really is wrong with that? Shit. Once I'm dead, I don't care. Mm, I get it. I get what you're saying, but it also has to be like taken care. Like you can't. Like you, you have to what part? formaldehyde in it probably uh if you want to preserve it forever right otherwise it's gonna get gross 
Well, it's going to get gross no matter what. I mean, it's it's the same principle as, like, I don't know, your dog dies. Oh, that's so sad. I know. It's just, it's something I think about a lot. Like, if you lay him out in the woods. He's going to get stinky. Whatever. It's the woods, though. Like, right. it's not going to kill anybody and it's not going to hurt anybody. It's just. Right. But People that's just... my story of Gutenberg Cemetery. So now you know everything about it. And I'll tell you about the sinkhole that opened up You're there tell me about it now? in the 1970s um, at the cemetery another day. I was going to say, I'm not ready. We already discussed sinkholes earlier today. And I was like, well, good. You're not talking about today. You can surprise me another day. I'm just kidding. It wasn't a sinkhole. It was a giant portal to hell and it sucked a bunch of people in. No, it didn't. Yeah. (sighs) You can read about it on (laughs) weirdus.com. So I was looking at that today and I was like, oh, there is totally a period. Like, on like the homepage, it's like a period between the U and then a period after that. So I was like, ow. God bless you. I know. At least you're pretty. Thank you. I am. <laughs> that was the bad. That was a really good answer. I know. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Try. Well, okay. So when we went to Gutelberg Cemetery, I think you made me stop at the Walmart in like Hamburg or something. No. We stopped at the old Walmart on Harlem and um, Union Road that used to be there by, like, the Home Depot. We did, no, I did not. You did. And we stopped there. And you made me walk up and down all the aisles because you're like, the spirit's still following you. You have to walk really fast. And I was like, I'm not going home with a fucking spirit. And I was, like, sprinting <laughs> up and down the aisles like a real piece of shit. Looking stupid. And I did it because I was like, I don't want to get followed home by a spirit. I was terrified. I was looking out for you. I know. And you know what? I appreciate it because I was truly terrified. If I was truly concerned, though, I probably would have picked a safer Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, that Walmart no longer exists. It is just an empty, vast living space like Infinite my vagina. <laughs> Ikea. Or... My yes, vagina. a giant sinkhole of a vagina. <laughs> My sinkhole, you mean? <laughs> Wasn't it after the episode last week? I'm like, I think I'm just going to call my vagina my sinkhole for now. <laughs> so my story is... Little boys were playing on top of it, building forts. And then just all fell right in. <laughs> Everyone just fell right in. Um. So my story isn't as like picturesque to quote you as yours mine is really mine's not picturesque it's about abortion like throwing and hellhounds that was my serious story well mine's more serious (laughs) so i went to michigan this week and um i guess i'm also kind of on topic with churches and stuff because this is a story about pastor john d white did he put the erection back in resurrection? Uh, he put the go fuck yourself and go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, wait. not you, him. Wait, what? So this takes place in 2012. Um, this was October 30th, so the, the day, day before, before Halloween. Halloween. So this is, um, to set the scene, Broomfield Township of Michigan, Isabella County to be specific. Um, 
Rebecca Gay is a 24-year-old woman who had vanished. <gasps> okay. No, the, I know this story. Do you really? Yeah. The police are immediately alerted. Um, and Pastor John D. White went to his church, and he, because he is a pastor, right? So he goes to his congregation, and he requests for them to pray for her. His congregation consisted of 14 members. So I decided that me and my friends are now a congregation, because that's about how many friends and acquaintances I have. Divided by yeah, of course. So, okay. If you had a pizza party for all your friends. Right, exactly. It you would, be, would get a small pizza and a double order away. Yeah, 100%. 100% but extra blue cheese for everybody. So, what happened? Well, the pastor is an ex-fucking-convict. Okay, wait a second. So, are you saying... That Isabella County's hottest club <laughs> is Resurrection, owned by club promoter John D. White, ex-convict extraordinaire. This church has everything. Yes. <laughs> okay. It has 14 members. It has an ex-convict as its hostess with the mostest. Human sacrifices? Not quite. Well, sort of. Sure. So what happened? Trebuchet. <laughs> Trebuchet. <laughs> John D. White confessed to killing Rebecca in order to fulfill his fantasy of necrophilia. Mm. White told the police that he drank approximately four to five beers before going to Rebecca's mobile home and repeatedly striking her head with a mallet and strangling her with a zip tie. What the fuck? I have four to five beers and I'm passed out say. in bed because I'm tie tie. I'm not smashing people's heads in with mallets and zip tying them to me? death. Or I'm fucking someone I don't know. I just drank a half a bottle of vodka like this morning. Are you so about to smash in my, my head with a mallet? No, I could say the alphabet backwards. Right, exactly. But not John D. White. He decided four to five beers. I guess I gotta fucking smash somebody's head in. What a fucking in. pussy. He's a fucking dipshit. I literally wrote, what the fucking all caps after that he strangled her with a zip tie. So, he drank like a 40 ounce. He drank like, out of his, he drank. four beers, he 12 drank, ounces. He bought a six four. pack and he drank all but one, possibly. I've, I'm on my second beer right now, and I'm not even feeling remotely Listen. drunk, and I weigh 118 pounds, and I'm five feet tall. After she's pooped. No. Before poo-poo. You weigh 118 before you poop. I think so, yeah. I don't know. I don't weigh, I don't have a scale at home because I don't care how much I weigh. It's how I feel. <sighs> wow. Body positivity, Patricia. I weigh 117 pounds, and I'm four foot eleven, and I'm just saying maybe I'm just a little bit skinnier than you and a little bit prettier. All right, slut. <laughs> Get your weeds out of my garden. <laughs> so, White said he- You think you're a doctor. <laughs> White said he stripped Rebecca, but- But- he does not remember if he carried out his sexual assault fantasy. Lies. Fairy tales. Fantasy. Lies of Manelli. Lies. lies. He fucking lies. White lied, right? He abs- You know he absolutely did. Well, did they find DNA? They didn't talk about that, no. 
because if you black out after four or five beers and you're a guy in Next Convict, I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> that. Right? What is yeah. he? I fucking remember my first beer, white. So um, he used his truck to move the body. Um, he moved at a practice. So he was driving while drunk. And he, that's disgusting. And he <laughs> he moved the body. No joke, a half mile from her home. Oh. <laughs> a half mile from her home. Well, so he, was he trying walked to be like three. Oh, oh, he was trying to be safe on the road, but it was okay for him to zip tie this woman to strangle her to death and bash her head in with a mallet. But he wanted to be safe on the road after his four or five beers. Oh, God. Oh, golly. I had four beers. Maybe somebody roofied him. <laughs> My face right now. I can only imagine. I can only imagine the face that I just made at you because I felt everything go. Uh. <laughs> what? So after he dumped her body, White returned to Rebecca's mobile home. He dressed her three-year-old son in his Halloween costume later, and the next day he took her son to be picked up by his father at some parking lot. So he just stayed with her son, her three-year-old son, after he killed the son's mom. Mm-hmm. 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 So the is What's it- he up to now? <laughs> Wait till we get there. You're gonna be He sounds you super are fun. gonna you are gonna say <gasps> I okay. doubt I'll make that noise. You will. So Isabella County Sheriff Leo Mayodzewski said, <laughs> oh, it's M-I-O-D-U-S-Z-E-W-S-K, Mayodzewski, Mayodzewski. Just run all Polish names by me before you say them. Whatever. In the future, I'm just saying. Sheriff Leo, that's what I'll call him. Okay, he said, I like that. He said, White kept saying he's a bad person and he felt bad for the people in his church, but I don't recall him being remorseful at all. Well, forever and ever, amen, Sheriff Leo, because... He's not wrong. Right. So essentially what Sheriff Leo said is that White was attracted to Rebecca, and um, that's why he did what he did. He just wanted... To fuck her while she was dead because he couldn't have her while she was alive. So, did I already discuss how White knew Rebecca? No. He was engaged to Rebecca's mom. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am a huge proponent mm-hmm. of close family relationships oh, okay. in the non-traditional mm-hmm, family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think that Tell that is a little bit over the line. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he was engaged to Rebecca's mother, and then he killed Rebecca, his fiance's daughter. Did they still get married? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> no. They did not have the big I don't, wedding. Why, why are people laughing? That weirder <laughs> shit has happened. Um, I mean, it's about to get real good. So- wait, wait. Wait. It didn't already? No. Oh, okay. By the way, all of this is from mercurynews.com. So I think you mean mercurynews.com. <laughs> Fuck you. So, 
So White was White was put in jail without bond, and he was charged with first degree murder and Rebecca's death, obviously, because right. he clearly had a plan to fucking kill her. It was not an accident, whatever. So all of all of White's church members, all fourteen of them. I thought you were saying Olive White, and I was no. like, who is Olive? No, no, no. All of White's church members were floored, could not believe it. All, all 14 of them, they were protesting his innocence. Listen, if you can't convince 14 people that you're a great person not capable of murder, you're a piece of shit. Like, anybody can do that. So I'm not surprised by that. Right. So they were all like, he's innocent, he's innocent, he's innocent, up until he confessed. And then they were like, she deserved oh, that's that. A, that's a shame that he did that because he just oh. came over last Sunday and cleaned my gutters. No joke. That's what one person said. <sighs> so fine. They all like no longer stood by him, but really they were like taking his side. Like they don't just go around, you know, willy nilly saying, well, so-and-so killed so-and-so. Like normally there's a reason that they think someone did kill someone. So... <laughs> Before he was arrested, White had called his church members on Thursday. So all this happened Tuesday. So on Thursday, he called them all again to pray. He said he was shook up and that the police were giving him a hard time. Poor little baby. He had a really hard time with the police. The police were being mean to him Mm -hmm. after he killed his future stepdaughter and raped her dead body. Yeah. And then then he said the police told me that the body was likely to deteriorate because of the wet and the cold weather. Oh, no. So then he confessed, like a big boy that he is. He got a gold star Good for, for him. He got he a told gold star truth. for confessing. Hashtag not me too. Necrophilia is gross. And... Fuck wait. this dude. Yeah. He also used the lamest excuse ever. He said he was fueled by porn. <sighs> People watch porn all the time and know that they're never going to get a dude that hot or a girl that hot or get fucked by someone that Listen, good or whatever. everybody because watches porn. Everybody does. I don't kill nobody, people. I watch nobody porn. Nobody kills people. I do. I thought you just had sex with strangers. No. Okay, well, everybody has watched a lot of porn in their day. Right. And it hasn't done that. Right. And That's like blaming it on video games. That's not what happens. If you're really into, like, having sex with dead bodies, too. Yeah. You you gotta probably go looking for that porn somewhere yes, specific. That you is don't like, just stumble across it. That, that is like some Silk you. Road shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So no. Oh, I literally wrote. Oh, okay, sis. <laughs> in my notes. Oh, okay, sis. That's like when people are like, I'm a sex addict. I'm like, you can't die if you have too much sex. So well, you it's could not the same as being an addict. Get up or like hydrate. It's not the same as doing like drugs or drinking yourself to death. It kind of is. No, it's not. I said so because I said so. So the congregation of the 14 people who are apparently a bunch of fucking idiots were well aware that White was a convict. He was released in 2007 after serving nearly 12 years for the manslaughter of a 26-year-old woman in Kalamazoo County. Also... All caps, White was sentenced to probation for choking and stabbing a 17-year-old girl in Battle Creek in 1981. She probably deserved it. Oh, my fucking God. Fuck you. If you're 17. So, um, <laughs> I 
feel like there was something. So the members, a member of his congregation had said, all kinds of people turn around and meet the Lord and they are a different person. He was doing a lot of good in the community. He was doing a lot of good and Satan did not want him doing good and Satan got to him. Okay. Well, um. I don't think that's it. I believe people make their own choices unless they're like mentally unstable and he clearly was not. He's just a piece of shit. Well, that was premeditated Mm -hmm. too. Like, I'm sorry, you don't drink four or five beers and you're blackout drunk and then all of a sudden Satan takes hold of you and you kill somebody. (gasps) The only person who's getting blackout drunk from four to five beers is is a 13 year old. When I was 13, I drank an entire bottle of vodka and somebody had to walk me home. Oh, I threw up the next day. I didn't throw up that day. No, you threw up the next day, yeah. And I was looking at my mom, I was like, Jesus, I your hair. (laughs) I'm not drunk. It looks like you dry your hair. Why are you rocking? That's not a rocking chair, Mark. I'm not rocking. I'm not rocking. And my friend goes, you should go to bed. <laughs> and I was like, I want to go to bed. I want to I watch Unsolved Mysteries. Because I was locked in that tangent. Well, yeah, no, but for real, like, the only person who gets drunk off four to five beers is someone who has never been drunk before, who's never had a drink before in their life. And especially this dude is, what, 50-something years old? So he ended up pleading guilty to second degree murder. So a motherfucker's in jail serving at least 56 years in prison. Okay, so that that is concurrent to the 12 years for manslaughter. The first the 12 years was from his original manslaughter in 2007. This happened in 2012. No, he was released in 2007 after his Original. Because I was like, bitch, you said 1980. No, no 1981 is when he was sentenced to probation for okay, for choking it. and stabbing a 17-year-old in Battle Creek. Then in 2007, he was released after 12 years of being incarcerated for manslaughter. So 2007, what's 2007 minus 12? 1995? Yes. That's when he originally went into prison. I hated that story. I'm not done. I'm going to fast forward a year to August 29th of 2013. It's 4.38 in the morning. White was found hanging in his cell dead. They could not resuscitate him. Bye, girl. Bye, girl. Let's not even. Bye, White. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm... I'm done with him. Mm -hmm. He's Brianna Valenti-ish. Like... Yeah. I hope they both get a fart cake and rot in hell. (laughs) Let me, we're not even going to say bye to them. Because they don't even deserve a bye? I'm, we used to have parties when I was, like, in high school uh-huh. all the time. And my sister's friends with a lot of girls. Yeah. Because. That's what girls do. Well, I mean, you stick with your own kind. Mm-hmm. But um, there was one girl, and her name was She had one beer, and she'd always get drunk and pass out. Bless her. What a cheap day. And she had one beer and she started a fist fight with my sister in the living room. And they fought and then <laughs> passed out. And they put her in the trunk of a car and they left her on her oh, grandma's. My fucking wait, wait, wait. I'm not done. They left her on her grandma's porch. No, they took her home. They took her she, out of the trunk. She lived with her grandma. <laughs> they took her out of the trunk. They didn't want her throwing up in the car. <laughs> but they left her on her grandma's porch. And then. It, at like four o'clock in the morning, the police came, and I was like, "Yeah, they took her home. I don't know what." So let's say goodbye, go home to one beer, or 
<laughs> you got so much added <laughs> So yeah, that's what happened. White White hung himself. Um he killed himself because he's a real pile of shit. So fucking bye white and bye bye and bye to fuck. And no bye, bye to the, the 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 hounds. What are they called? The bloodhounds? The abortion doc. No, 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 the hounds. The hellhounds. Hellhounds. Bye to them. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> Damon never knew that I had a candy in my mouth that whole time. <laughs> I put it in when he went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>